you're 25, 30 years old, there's some moments where it's like, ooh, I changed forever after that, and I'm never going to be able to go back. And there's that whole quote of, I think it was Einstein who said, a mind that has been expanded never goes back to its original form. And so at the end of the day, that's all it is, is if forgiveness is something you're called to, I encourage it. If you really want to forgive someone or something or experience or whatever it may be, you first have to understand what does it mean to forgive? What does that mean to you? For me, I think it meant I understood. I had a deeper understanding and I had gratitude around the fact that, oh my goodness, for most of my life, I wondered, I wondered what all the positives of having a father around I was missing. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,498, an important lesson for perfectionists. Today, for episode number 1,499, so close yet so far away. Everybody else is going to have to wait till tomorrow to hear episode 1500. Alan and I are going to hear it in like 25 minutes because we're recording it right after this. Mm -hmm. Today, we're talking about the fact that forgiveness is a complicated thing. So for those of you who are new to the NLU family, I have told the story many times on this podcast. I was raised by my mom and my grandmother. I didn't know my dad. I didn't meet my dad until I was 27. And when I met my dad for the first time with the understanding that he was my father... I had done a lot of growth. I had done a lot of self-improvement. I had a pretty good understanding of who I was. <laughs> Alan likes to pull the foam off of his microphone like a child. He does it every time before we get ready. He didn't do it this time, so he decided to do it live on air in the middle of my heartfelt story. How dare you? Sorry about no, that. No, you're good. I had done a lot of growth at that point. Not a lot of growth. I had done some growth. Self-awareness, I was big on at the time and when i when i met my dad i realized that i was meeting an adult version of a child really i was more aware i was more responsible i was more successful i was just a more evolved version than the person i was sitting across from and that made me sad but it also made me feel very empowered and i also think it helped me find forgiveness one of the big thoughts around forgiveness is when you forgive someone, you're not forgiving them for them. You're forgiving them for yourself because it allows you to get closure. But where I really kind of wanted to go with this episode today was there is a quote that Tony Robbins said. I don't know the exact quote. Alan might know it better than I. But it was along the lines of if you're going to villainize someone for the bad that they did to you, you also have to admit that the good that they did for you. I'm not saying that no matter what has happened to you or what has been done to you or how you've been wronged, that you should forgive someone. I'm not saying that because I know there are a lot of things out there that are probably unforgivable. For so sure. please do not misconstrue. That is not my goal with that, right? 
But when somebody asked me recently on a podcast, they said, how did you forgive your dad? I said that quote, I said, if Tony Robbins, I gave him credit. If I'm going to villainize all of the traumas and the triggers and that type of stuff, if I'm going to, if I'm going to blame him for all of that, I also can thank him for the grit. I can thank him for the chip on my shoulder. I can thank him for my desire to protect women because I was raised by women. I didn't have a, a man in my life, so I don't know what that's like. If I'm going to be hurt by the negative, I also have the opportunity to be empowered by the negative as well in a different way. So that was kind of my my hope for today's episode. Again, I'm not saying that you have to forgive. I'm not saying that you should forgive. I think forgiveness requires time. I think it requires reflection. I think it requires growth. And sometimes it requires... And sometimes it's not going to happen. Let's just put it that way. And sometimes you don't even want to forgive because that's not always what's going to happen. But if you do cross that line and you get to the place where you do feel like you can forgive someone, this has helped me do it. It's helped me, number one, to empathize with the person and say, look, you didn't know what the hell you were doing, whatever. Yes, I felt abandoned and I felt all these negative things, but I also do have a lot of positive things that came with that. And luckily I was able to use the negative stuff and make it positive. That has helped me forgive. So I figured I'd share that for this episode. But again, not saying you have to do it that way. You should do it that way. That is totally. Well, I think this all comes down to, I remember when I was younger, there was a friend of mine whose mom said this quote, she said, but everyone puts their best foot forward. Sometimes they just have a shitty foot. And I think that it's tough because all of our caregivers did the best they could in some cases. Uh, I, I think some probably didn't. So many of our caregivers did the best they could. And maybe their best wasn't very good. And I think this is a fundamental thing that not a lot of people talk about. I think about this all the time, which is all of us are doing our best, but not everyone is bettering their best. I've talked about that on the show before. Anyone can want to support Emilia toward her dreams. A friend of hers or her family. Are they capable of it? Do they really know what it's going to take? Can they be her accountability partner? Can they keep her on track? Can they be there for her when she's going through it? Can they empathize having experienced what it's like to be a business owner and stay in shape or whatever? And so my point with that is Everyone is trying to do their best and it's very difficult to hold the duality of my caregivers growing up did their best, but their best sucked. I know a lot of clients who had really terrible childhoods and it's one of those things in life where it's like, well, they did this, this, and this well, and they did this, this, and this terribly. And now that we're more aware, not only as humanity, I mean, think about even... Even some of these movies we used to watch in the 90s, Kev, some of them were toxic and we didn't even know, yeah. right? And now we look back and it's like, wow, that was really insensitive. It's like, wow, that was racist or that was sexist, right? Okay, the people back then didn't even know. And that comes back to this other quote that I use all the time, which is you have to know better to do better. And I think that as a hyper-conscious human being, sh shout out to the old hyper-conscious podcast, 
for the new listeners, that was our old show before we rebranded to Next Level University. And we become more and more and more aware. So sometimes it's going to be difficult to forgive people for things that were just so not good. They were just so not good. And it's difficult to hold that duality of, wow, was that really their best? Couldn't they have done better? Couldn't they have been there? Couldn't they have taught me something? And so my mom, for example, taught me the best lesson I've ever gotten. She said, Alan, you can be a CEO or you can be a farmer. I'm going to love you either way. But if you decide to go for the top and aim high and shoot for CEO, you can wake up one day and decide to be a farmer if that's what you want. But it doesn't work the other way around. Make sure you aim high. Get a great education. Best lesson I've ever gotten. And I've always aimed high ever since I was a little kid. And I think it's because she believed in me and she convinced me of that. And I believed her. But there are many other things that I don't think she did very well. And there's a lot of things that I do think she did well. And it's so difficult to crawl through the mud of the challenging stuff, but also praise the amazing stuff. But I'm sure she did certain things that her parents didn't do so well better. And then I'm sure her parents did some things better than she did right? Because we're all overswinging the pendulum. And so whether it's your caregivers or past intimate partners or past friends that have hurt you, this is what I told Kev I was going to share on this episode. There's this quote by Darren Hardy, and he says this, he says, your adversity is your advantage. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that. I remember when I first heard that, I was like, holy crap, that's the most empowering thing ever. I've had a lot of adversity. My adversity is my advantage. So this is the quote, and then I'll tell you why I disagree and agree. The quote is, your adversity is your advantage. You haven't cultivated wounds that you have to heal from. You've actually developed emotional and mental muscles growing through all that, that now you can go do extraordinary things that ordinary people can't do. Now, it's a very empowering quote, but the truth of the matter is, it turns out I've developed some wounds and stuff I need to heal from as well. And so that's kind of the duality. So here's what I'm going to say. You have a spotless future. You have a past that has trauma. To, the, to what extent, you know, chronic, you know, acute amount, ACE score, there's a, there's a therapy modality called uh, adverse childhood experiences and you have an ACE score. So if you had a lot of ACE, um, there's like all these different statistics about people with high ACE scores had a really bad childhood. And so anyways, regardless of the amount of, trauma about Kevin's dad or your caregivers or your past intimate partners or maybe friends that bullied you or whatever it is, whatever car accident, you name it, insert adversity here. You have an option. You can either grow from that and become mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually stronger, or you can let it break you. Everything can either make you or break you. And for the things that do make you, I actually do think you can be grateful for them. You can. I didn't have a dad. My father passed away when I was two years old. That, in many ways, hurt my sister in ways she'll never fully recover from or maybe hasn't fully recovered from. She still has a picture of him in her car. And she was six years old. I was only two, so it didn't affect me the same way. She remembers him. She remembers memories. She tells me memories. I don't have those. And so he was her favorite person in the entire world. And she, in my opinion, has never fully gotten over that. It's just my opinion. Now, I took a lot of our adversities from our childhood and I made them into what I believe are strengths. And some of them were not strengths as well. I definitely developed many weaknesses too. But 
for the listeners, you have a choice. You can forgive it. You can use it as fuel to motivate you. You can heal from it. You can do therapy. You can do coaching. You can do meditation. You can do breath work. But no matter what it was, you can take something from it. You can. No matter what it was, you can. And if you do, you're better off. And so that's what I'm advocating for. Hi, my name's John Larito, and I just wanted to uh, give a big shout out to Kevin Palmieri. I had uh, reached out to him. He had been referred to me when I had shared with a friend of mine some interest in uh, doing a podcast. And he said, you've got to use Kevin. He's fantastic. He's the best around. He'll get you started and off the ground and and uh, soaring high. Uh, Kevin was phenomenal in terms of leading me through the whole process and not just easy to work with, but really, really knows his stuff. So whether you're looking for somebody to, to help you and get you started or somebody as I've done where I'm putting it entirely in his hands because I've got total trust and confidence in him, any of those ends of the spectrum, you're gonna have a lot of success and a lot of fun working with Kevin. Trust me, thanks. I always say too, when, I'm, when I talk about that and I talk about my dad and that story, I, I always say full transparency, if I wasn't doing well in life, I might react i might be thinking completely differently right i might be blaming a good point so i always try to throw that out there where i'm on the other end of it i mean that was that was seven years ago that's been a long i mean that's a long time and i've had a lot to reflect on and it's a very it's a it's a relatively unique circumstance it's unfortunately it's not as unique as it could be in terms of there's a lot of people who don't have who have an absentee parent in their life or not in their life, unfortunately. But I think that's why it makes it so challenging is even that advice that I've tried to just make sure I continue to disclaim, disclaimer every time I say it, that's based on my experience. That's based on, on my Wasn't experience. Wasn't there a time in your life where you were using that as a... Yeah. As an excuse? Because if things didn't work out and you didn't achieve your goals and dreams and you didn't have an awesome podcast... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you might think differently about that. But what's ironic is if you were still in that victim mindset of making using it as an excuse, you probably wouldn't have this podcast, right? So yeah. in a way, this podcast was for Kevin what what he needed to actually create a growth mindset. And so it's almost like if you if you did have that victim mindset, you wouldn't have started the podcast. And if you didn't start the podcast, you'd probably still have the victim mindset. So I think a lot of us get stuck in these narratives of, you used this recently, it's it's not your quote, I don't think, but... Let's just say it is. It's an, it's, an ex- <laughs> it's, an excuse, it's an explanation, not an excuse. Not my quote. I like that a lot because Kevin and I talk about our past a lot on here, and we hope you're thinking of yours. It's an explanation for why I have challenges, but it's not an excuse it's not like I'm saying, oh, because my because I didn't have a dad, I'm not able to X, Y, Z. You're not going to hear that kind of thing from me. If anything, it's I didn't have a dad, so I wanted to be a role model, a male role model that I never had. And so I think that all of us can choose the empowering path or the victim path pretty much at all times. And I think the difference maker there is self-belief. And that's another conversation. It's a really, it's a, it's a complicated thing. Forgiveness in general, because it also, what does it mean to you? What does it mean to forgive someone? If you forgive someone, does that mean you relieve them of all of their responsibility? That's another conversation. 
So maybe that that would be my next level nugget is if you really want to forgive someone or something or an experience or whatever it may be, you first have to understand what does it mean to forgive? What does that mean to you? For me, I think it meant I understood. I had a deeper understanding and I had gratitude around the fact that, oh my goodness, for most of my life, I wondered, I wondered what all the positives of having a father around I was missing. When I met my dad, I was like, oh my goodness, I wonder if I avoided a ton of negatives of having my father around because he wasn't around. And I actually saw the message recently because I was going through my Facebook messages. One of the things it said, and this is, yeah, it might be a bias because I have information now, but it said in the message, I've been clean for three years or four years or something. So that means you weren't clean for most of my life. So it probably wasn't a bad thing the way it happened. Right. It probably, who knows what would have happened if, if that was different. So my next level nugget is in order to practice forgiveness, you must first define it because if you don't know what forgiveness means to you, it doesn't necessarily mean relieving of responsibility. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that. When I was in, I think it was freshman year. No, it wasn't freshman year. We were in middle school and there was a kid named um, Smeeds. Smeeds. And first day I walked in, I had new glasses and he called me four eyes. And he was always nice to me. I don't know why he did that. But when I think back, it's like, I could forgive that. We're kids. We don't know what we're doing. Am I relieving you of your responsibility completely? A good portion of it. Yeah, a good portion of it. Did that mess me up for a while? Definitely. For sure. I was so insecure. Yeah, when we're kids, man, we yeah. don't understand. I was so we're insecure so about having glasses. Now, of course. if somebody said, hey, four eye, like, what are we doing here? Come on. Don't you have anything better to do? <laughs> you have anything better to do than make fun of me? I love my glasses. The reason I'm not wearing them right now is because there's a mean um, reflection. I don't want everybody to have to see that. But yeah, that would be my, my next level nugget. What If you're going to practice something, you must first define it. Forgiveness is, is probably no different. So take some time and say, okay, what what is something that I'd like to explore forgiveness around? Something that I feel prepared to do? Something I'm healed from? It's not an open wound. It's a scar. And what would that actually look like? What would it feel like? What would it mean? The last thing I'll share is I there's an author named Wayne Dyer. And he had a quote about forgiveness that I thought was powerful. I have to let Taryn in. I locked her out. Okay. BRB. No problem. Yeah, I got you. So Kevin has to go let his wife in. He has locked her out on accident. So I will continue holding space here. All right, so the... There's two quotes. One is actually Robert Frost, I think. And the other one is Wayne Dyer. The Robert Frost one is forgiveness is the fragrance that is left on the boot of the flower that the boot stomped on. I screwed up that quote, but something along those lines. And the second one is you don't die from a snake bite. Snakes bite but it's the poison that pours through the veins after the bite that actually kills you. And so that quote is essentially saying you not forgiving and you still resentful and angry is actually hurting you more than it is that other person. And so I do think that forgiveness from that perspective can be really healing and unburdening. I like the word unburdening. Healing, I think, presupposes that it, it goes fully back to normal. It's kind of like when we get an injury 
and it's like never fully the same sprained ankle it's like well yeah i healed my ankle it's like well yeah not fully and i think that that's kind of how trauma works i don't think you ever fully heal from it i think you unburden and grow from it i think there's a big difference between those two one of them is i'm broken and i need to fix it and you can't fix it It, you can't go back versus the other one is i'm gonna heal forgive unburden and then grow and i think that that second one is so much more truthful and so much more accurate and so much more empowering because I don't think you can fully go back. You know, we all remember when we lost our innocence as adults, like if there's any adults listening. I mean, if you're 25, 30 years old, there's some moments where it's like, ooh, I changed forever after that Mm. and I'm never going to be able to go back. And there's that whole quote of, I think it was Einstein who said, a mind that has been expanded never goes back to its original form. And so at the end of the day, that's all it is, is if forgiveness is something you're called to, I encourage it. Breath work is awesome. Therapy is awesome. Meditation never really worked a ton for me, but I hear it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Although I have done some meditations with my therapist that have been really powerful. So yeah, meditation's awesome. At the end of the day, if you're called to forgive, do it. If you're not, I would say let it drive you. That's my truth. I think that when bad things happen, they can either drive you to become better or they can drive you to more resentment, more anger, and more more negative emotions. Next Level Nation, if you have not yet joined our private Facebook group, it is also conveniently named Next Level Nation. Please do. It is a safe place where you can share your thoughts, where you can meet other people, where you can get to the next level with other people that are also getting to the next level. It's very difficult to be yourself. I don't know why that's one of the hardest things in the world, but in Next Level Nation, I promise you, you can do just that. Link will be in the show notes below. I actually had a a lot of love come back, feedback about the episode we did, Kev, about passions and being scared to share them Mm. when I was scared to share that I'm a movie buff, that kind of thing. Oh, well, have you seen XYZ movie? It's like, (laughs) do you know who's in it? Do you know who directed it? Did you make it yourself, right? (laughs) I'm kidding. But there was a lot of good feedback that came from that because a lot of people are afraid to share their passions. And if you're afraid to share your passions, you're probably not going to be living in your purpose and therefore you're not going to be as profitable as you could be and you're not going to be as fulfilled. So at the end of the day, um, the reason why I'm sharing that is because we're reading a book right now called Limitless. It talks about passion. It talks about your purpose. It talks about serving other people with it. We have four chapters left, Saturday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every single Saturday. And... After these four chapters, we're actually going to put a poll in Next Level Nation, which Kevin talked about Next Level Nation. And in the poll, it will have an option of five different books. I hope everyone chooses High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. I'm just going to say that up front. <laughs> I'll make sure I choose something that I've is been waiting. different. I've been waiting. <laughs> We've done 14 books, man. I think I've put that in the poll probably like seven or eight or nine times. I have and... voted for it several times. I voted for Limitless this time, even though I don't attend slash am not invited to book club. I did believe it would be a very good book for whoever attended. You were accurate. But High Performance Habits also is. So far, I think Limitless has been the most well-received book okay. in book club. Right on. Tomorrow, for episode number 1500, another Ooh. one. Another one. I don't know how we got here. It does just seem like we crossed a thousand. We're going to do the top five lessons from 1500 episodes. We do not toot our horns very often, nor am I going to toot our horns right now, but hopefully 
in tomorrow's episode, we can save you like 1500 hours worth of your time and we can share the most powerful five things we've learned. So you don't have to go listen to every single thing we've ever done because a lot of them are garbage, especially early on. I still hope you will listen (laughs) to as many episodes as you desire, but garbage, garbage. We've always liked our top five or top three or top 10 takeaways from X amount of episodes or whatever it may be. So I'm excited to do that one. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. We are grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow for episode number 1500. Keep on keeping on. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.